Welcome to the Wellness Warriors podcast, healthy living, body, mind, and spirit. We're so glad you're here. So go grab a cup of coffee or tea, get into a nice comfy chair, and journey along with us. Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited um, today because we have a guest. So this is Coach Suzanne Penn. I'm here with Coach Suzanne Baker and our guest, Coach Brenda Kelly. So, so excited uh, to have her on today. We're going to chat about some healthy habits. But before we get there, I just wanted to read a little bit about her so you can get to know a little more about her before she shares with us. So Brenda Kelly is the founder of Thrive Women. She is a mentor and health coach to midlife women. She found that many midlife women had a desire to live their best life but just don't know where to start after spending their whole life raising children. She engages, educates, and empowers midlife women to model healthy living and self-care in order to obtain optimal health. She believes that the more women educate themselves and begin to break free from unhealthy habits and change their mindset, it allows them to live a life of total wellness and confidence. So good. (laughs) Thrive Women LLC is also a Facebook community of women where she provides workshops and group sessions on healthy living and self-care. Through the online ministry, midlife women are empowered through biblical principles to step out and thrive in this season of their life. They are believers in giving back to those in need, whether it's in the community or in their circle. Brenda's motto is love God, serve the world. Brenda is also a nurse by profession for 40 years, as well as the author of the books, Live Surrendered, Live Free. She is married to Mr. Edward Kelly for 29 years. Awesome. And the mother of four adult children, one bonus son, and two beautiful granddaughters. So, ah, wow. Yes. <laughs> so much there. So much goodness. So, yes. So we are just really happy to have you here um, with us. And we look forward to hearing what you have about healthy habits today. So if you would like to take the, the mic, I guess, instead of the floor, I guess. The- <laughs> yes. 
I certainly will. I am excited to be with you, ladies. I'm telling you, this is an honor for me. So I want to say thank you to both of the Suzannes. I'm really excited. Uh, You're my sisters, you know, just connecting in the, the community, you know, in the Christian health coaching community. It is an honor just to be here with you today. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Glad to have you here. Yes. So, you know, I want to start out just talking a few minutes about the Christian health coaching community, because that's what we do. And that's what I love the most is being a peer mentor in the Christian uh, uh, coaching community. Um, I started out in the community in 2015. Um, I was online just looking for something I've always been, you know, I've been in the nursing field since I was 19 years old, and I was just looking for something. I just felt like people were calling on me constantly, asking me questions, especially, Suzanne, you can, uh, Suzanne Finn, you can relate to this. When you're a nurse, you're always being asked questions, medical questions. So I was always answering these questions, and what do you think about this? My doctor said this. So I thought, okay, you know, let me see, maybe this is something that I can do. So I started looking and I ran up on a young lady who was a a health coach and I thought, okay, this, you know, maybe I can do this. Didn't realize what all it entailed, but I'm telling you, it has been a blessing. I thought I knew enough being a nurse, but there's so much more to the coaching business. And um, I just thank God that he connected me to Bess Blanco because she is an amazing, amazing um, teacher, encourager. And I've been blessed just to be a part of that. Um, So I wanna just say thank you to her. So if she hears this, thank you to her for just including me. Um, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is really focusing in on midlife women. Now, I don't just talk to midlife women, encourage them, but anybody that really comes my way that needs guidance, I'm here. I'm here for it. But my real passion is just focusing in on helping women after midlife. I remember going through midlife and uh, raising my children. I have twins who are now uh, 28 years old. And I remember taking them both to college, different colleges. And the next, uh, that Monday when I went to work, after I got off, I was leaving work and I was thinking in my mind as a mom, okay, I have to, I was thinking of what I had to do. And I realized that I didn't have to pick anybody up. I didn't have to go home and cook, do anything extra. I didn't have any school activities to worry about. Like I had nothing to do. And then I felt like no one needs me. You know, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Like this is the first time I had my first child at 17. So at 51, I was saying, no one needs me. Like, you know, that was a big, like a surprise for me. So, you know, I just kept moving. I just started doing little things here and there. And God told me to open my home and share with women. So I started doing just that. I started just opening my home and having a couple women 
come in. And I found out the more I did that, the more midlife women, a lot of times you put all your energy into helping, you know, doing for your kids and taking care of everybody and less time for yourself. So it, it was all about them. And now I'm at a point where, okay, now, you know, now what? And I found that a lot of women were doing that. And especially in their health, they were taking their kids to the doctor. They were doing all this. But when I asked them, did you get a mammogram this year? Have you had your physical this year? They were not taking care of themselves like they should. And so I started encouraging women to really spend time on you because you know how they say that if you, you know, if you're going to help somebody, if you're on an airplane, put the oxygen on yourself first, because if you, if you're not breathing, how can you help someone else? Put your oxygen on, then help your child or help that other person. And so I started telling them how valuable taking care of themselves, how important it is that you know what your numbers are, that you know what's going on in your health. So I started talking about creating habits. I started with me first, because when I first started coaching, I was overweight. I was, I was not doing what I needed to do. And I thought, how can I help somebody else if I am really not doing it myself? So I started uh, with creating these new habits, new habits for me. And um, when you think about habits, habits are so easy to get started, uh, but they're difficult sometimes to break. When you think about um, going to work every morning and somebody maybe can relate to me, but going to work every morning and you stop and say, mm, Dunkin' Donuts looks good. Mm -hmm. And you stop and I'm going to get a coffee. And then you say, no, I'm going to get a little donut too. And so you get that donut and coffee. And then the next day you're passing by and think that was really good. So you grab another Dunkin' Donut and coffee. And you get in the habit of doing it five days a week, Monday through Friday. I'm going to stop at Dunkin' Donuts and get my coffee and donut. And it then within week, a week or so, it becomes a habit. Uh, staying up late, late nights, eating or snacking after you've eaten dinner, then you say, you know, I think I'm going to grab a bottle. Uh, bowl of popcorn or I'm going to get some chips, you know, just a little bowl of chips. And before you know it, that is a habit. Um, another habit is not eating breakfast. You, you've eaten your snacks during the night and then you say, you know, I'm, I'm too full. When you wake up in the morning, you've eaten so much that you're too full to eat. So I'm not a breakfast person. So you get in this habit. Um, just like they're easy. Uh, breaking them can really be hard once you get on a new path to really start focusing on those habits. It can change your life. So I'm going to talk about three different areas that I really feel like when you want to break that habit, what you have to do. And the first thing is small changes every day. And I have a granddaughter who's three years old. Her name is Gabrielle. 
and she she's three years old she was born one pound 11 ounces but she is I mean the smartest little girl I buy a lot of plaques and different things and I put them around the house because she loves to read and I have a plaque that says small steps every day and one day I had that plaque sitting out and she picked it up and she I it's like a little block she picked it up she said Grammy she said small steps every day and I was like yes yes that's it Gabby and she was so excited small steps every day so when whenever she comes to my house because I just raved about it she brings that to me and I'm like God you're trying to tell me something through Gabby small steps so that's number one in breaking a habit small steps every day so when you think about the new year how did you start the new year out everybody probably said you know i'm going to change some things especially after the holidays we did the thanksgiving we did christmas and we had all these things that we were we were eating just a little bit of everything and so we got into the new year and said okay i've got to make some changes so you start setting goals you start cutting out everything you start uh doing your meal planning you on amazon you went and bought your little meal plan dishes and said this is what mm -hmm. i'm gonna do so you you make all your meals up and you put them in the fridge and you're ready that first week you're eating the same the same thing just about every day you know, you got your chicken, rice, and beans, or you got your salmon and cauliflower mash, and you got all this stuff. And then after the second week, you're saying, oh, I'm tired of this. So then we decide, well, maybe not every day. And then we may have decided that we're going to do a gym membership. I need to go. I need some accountability. So I'm going to sign up for this gym where we go the first week. These are habits that we create. We go the first week and then you go Monday, the next week. And by the end of January, you've changed your mind. Mm -hmm. And so this, this is what happens a lot of times to us. So I want to talk about these small steps every day. It's not about making promises that you can't keep, but it's about doing little sustainable things daily you know, maybe deciding on a smoothie daily or adding some aloe vera juice daily to help your stomach, your gut health, or drinking some lemon water as a detox, adding more fruits and veggies, you know, just the little things, adding a little more fiber into your diet. You know, instead of maybe doing the gym five days a week, how about just getting on the floor and just stretching, starting out. If you don't feel like, you know, you can do a lot, just stretching. I remember when I started stretching, my husband runs and he always stretches before he runs. And I went in to stretch with him one day. And I was like, when I tried to stretch, I was like, oh my God, I can't put my leg back like he did. And I was so upset and putting it forward and stretching. And, and he was like, you can't do it. And I said, no. I said, what's wrong with me? And he was like, just do it a little bit, you know, every day, just try a little bit. And I was about, I was in tears because I thought, you know, here I am in my fifties 
and I cannot, I, I'm limited in my motion, you know. But the more I started stretching, I would stretch morning and night. I found that I was getting better and better at it. Just a little stretch every day or taking a daily walk, you know, or even a video. I watched video, uh, this young lady that called uh, Grow With Joe. And I do the video, I get up at five in the morning and I do 30 minutes. And that's mm -hmm. my workout for the day. So whatever it is that you have to do, it's about doing little sustainable things daily. Even with meal planning, instead of planning out your whole week worth of meals and every meal, how about just planning out your breakfast only? How about getting your fruit in the baggies and your, your kale or your spinach in so you can have separate smoothie bags so that every morning you have that one smoothie a day. So small steps every day. Um, number two is your thoughts matter. Your thoughts matter. Proverbs 23 and seven says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your heart and your mind, there's a connection there that God wants us to know about. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Whatever you think in your heart, that's what you do. Our thoughts create feelings and our feelings create actions and the actions create the results that we get. So if we're thinking uh, negative thoughts, then we're going to feel uh, the act our actions are going to show and then the results are going to be negative. There's a author, Craig Groeschel, that I love. Uh, winning the war in your mind. And he said that your life goes in the direction of your strongest thought. So what are your thoughts? What are you thinking on a daily basis? What, how do you think about your health? How do you think about where you are right now? Are you saying that I will never lose these 20 pounds that I need to lose? You know, are you saying I have no control over my appetite? You know, what are the thoughts that you are saying? Um, Romans 12, one through two is one of my favorites. It says, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's a daily thing. It's something that you we have to do daily. It, it's not a one time and you're done, but daily renewing your mind, saying that I have the power to eat healthy. I am healthy. I am strong. So we got to speak those things. Another scripture that I love is in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. It says, uh, talks about us destroying every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So that's in the New Living oh, yeah. Translation. But it talks about taking those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, knowing that he is the head of our lives. So we have to take our thoughts and line them up with the word of God. We have to begin to remove the lie and replace it with the truth. One of the truths is that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139 and 14. 
another one that I love is 2 Timothy 1 and 7 that says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So that means that when I'm trying to create these new habits, that I I am, my mind, my mind is sound. I have a sound mind. I don't walk in fear. And my last number three is knowing your why. You have to know your why. Ask yourself, why am I working on my health? Why am I working on my health? What am I, what is the purpose? In, in me taking care of myself. I wanna be around to see my grands grow up. I wanna see Gabby grow up. I wanna see uh, my oldest granddaughter graduate from high school and college. I wanna be healthy and feel good in my latter years. This is my year 60, it'll be 61 this year coming up, but I wanna be healthy and I wanna feel good. I wanna to be able to do the things that I want to do without being short of breath, without getting winded. Um, ask yourself, you know, your, your cholesterol, if your cholesterol is high, if your blood pressure is high, what is your why? Your A1C, if the doctor said it's elevated, those things really focus on why you want to uh, work on your health on changing your habits. Uh, if you have knee or hip issues, arthritis, you know, autoimmune uh, things going on in you, why am I working? Why am I eating healthy? Why am I changing the way I'm eating? Um, I, have, I have work to do in the kingdom. That's another why for me. We have work to do in the kingdom. You know, the enemy does not want us to be well. He wants us to limit our effectiveness in the earth. And we are all called to do something in this earth. It's, it's, it's bigger than just our families. It's bigger than just those that are connected to us. God has a work for us to do. So it starts with your habits. You know, he can't do it. Uh, the enemy can't uh, control us with alcohol, with substances, but he will try through food to change, you know, keep us from walking in, you know, the health that we should be. And a lot of times he won't, he may not um, affect us with a substance, but he will try to get us through our habits, through our health and, and how we're living. So knowing your why, that is one of the, the last things that I want to talk about and encourage you to create new habits. Don't think you have to do it all in one day. Just know that every little thing that you do towards your wellness leads you closer to better health. And one step at a time, like Gabby said, you know, small steps every day is what we want to do. Oh, Thank you. Oh. oh, I love that. So good. Thank you. I couldn't write fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much goodness in that. Thank you yes, so I, much for you. 
I would tell the listeners, I need a pen and paper for this one. <laughs> good nuggets of wisdom here. Oh, thanks for having me, ladies. Well, I have a question. Could you, could you tell me the author again? Craig, was it Craig Rochelle? What was the name of his book? Uh, Winning the War in Your Mind. Winning the War. Okay. All right. Yeah, Craig Rochelle. He's amazing. And it's all about your thoughts. It's all about how you how you see yourself, you know, and it, he's amazing. Get okay. the book. Yes, yeah. I had to write. I, I couldn't write fast enough to get that yeah. in. Oh my gosh. This is great stuff. Yes, yes. I have a question about your your books. Is it two? It's two separate books that you have? Yes. That you wrote or is it? Okay. My first and where one, can they get them? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's they're both on Amazon. My first one is Live Surrendered, Live Free. And I wrote that one just from my life, just sharing my life story. And you know, one thing that I found about when I wrote that is how being transparent, it really, it totally changed how I walk, how I live. Now, you know, when you when you hold things and when you don't share, God wants us when we go through different situations in our lives, he wants us to share because you don't know who needs what you have. You don't know who has gone through. And I got married at the age of 16, had my first child at 17, and I went through life and God has blessed me. So I shared, and this book is like a devotional. It has like scriptures. I also have an area where you can write and share your own thoughts as you're reading through. So it's a small devotional book, but it's called Live Surrendered, Live Free. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna oh. <laughs> and you said you get yes. it yes. on Amazon, right? Yes, it's on Amazon. Okay. And my other one is Modeling Your Way to Wellness. So it's just a healthy eating guide and it's got a lot of information. It's kind of talks about the healthy little bit about you know the the modeling your way like the spiritual really connecting emotionally uh the physical so I talk just share and give scriptures on how to model your way to wellness and I give a few eating basics and uh also some breakfast lunch and uh dinner ideas I talk a little bit about meal prep. So it's got, it's packed with a lot and then area for journaling as well. Oh, that's really good. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. And oh, check I'm, those out, listeners. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and where, so your group on Facebook, it's mm -hmm. called Thrive Women? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's it's pretty much midlife women, but I do have some younger girls in there, and I have some as as old as like in the eighties that come on, and my mom is in there as well, and so I have women really all ages that come in, and I do have an area where we do what's called Thrive Chat, and we talk about scripture, we do devotions to, together. And, you know, I just feel like God has really put me here to encourage women to step out, especially, you know, during this season to step out that there's more to your life than just, you know, after your kids are gone, 
you've got more freedom to do more for, for God. You have more freedom to touch more people, you know, for the kingdom. So that we, we talk about everything we share. I encourage them as far as their health is concerned. And it's a, it's a wonderful group. I've had it, I believe since 2010. And uh, we're on there. Thrive Women, look us up and, and, you know, friend requests will bring you in. Definitely. That's great. I'm 55 and let me tell you, my, my babies, they're in their thirties. Now they'll always be my babies, you know? Wow, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's difficult. You, you're yeah. like going that empty nest syndrome. You're like, wow, <laughs> what do I do? But Absolutely. And you feel like, you know, what, you know, what do I, what really am, especially when you're raising kids, you just feel like, okay, now what? I mean, I don't have anything to do. I love it now, you know, because now they, I, my granddaughter will come yeah. over and then she goes home and me and my husband is like, oh, yep. this is so nice. This, these years are the, oh, they're the best. <laughs> yeah, they're both the of best. my girls, they're like, <laughs> yeah. you treat the grandbabies better than you did us. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They can get anything they want. <laughs> oh, isn't that awful? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But um, yeah, it's, it's some good stuff. And, and I, you know, really want to reiterate on like the self-care for mm -hmm. midlife women, because I mean, I just got my notification the other day about getting my mammogram and I'm like, oh, but it needs to be done. And because cancer runs in my family. So right. I need to stick with that and not forget it's on my calendar. So, but yes. yeah, encouraging women to spend time on themselves is so important because I didn't do that at all when my girls were growing up because I was too busy getting them to school. Their mm -hmm. softball games, their their drama, you know, everything that they were in, they, you know, it was just there was no time for me. And yeah. so yeah, I mean, spend time on yourselves, ladies, because this it really, really matters down the road. Mm -hmm. You know, and I want to be transparent about something because. I didn't do very good taking care of my dental and mm. now I'm having issues that requires me to have some stuff done. And I'll be doing that in a couple of weeks. Yes. And um, so it's so important. You don't take care of those teeth. I'm telling you, you regret it, but it's, it's going to be done and I'm going to get it right. Yes. Um, and you know, people don't realize that their, their oral health mm -hmm. is Connected to your heart. Yes. And yes. a lot of times that bacteria that's in your mouth, you know, and they'll, they'll tell you, even when you're in the hospital, a lot of times, especially when you have heart issues, they really focus on oral care because that bacteria going into your system and affecting your heart, it's important that, I mean, they really focus on that oral care. So, you know, get, definitely take care of your mouth. Definitely. It's going to be taken care of and it won't be, um, that will not be on the back burner ever again because I'm oh, no. on top of it because heart disease runs very rampant in my family. Mm -hmm. So, yes. <laughs> awesome. this is good, yeah, good stuff. Get it done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what you're doing is, 
is great because it is, it's a whole, whole self. It's not just because so often when people are like, oh, I want to get help, focus on one thing. And that's usually their weight. That's all they focus on. But you have to, if you can't get the mind on board, you're Mm -hmm. never going to be able to get that straight. And so that's so important. You have to have the mind in in there with the body you can't separate them and the same with like the spiritual side of things being you know in prayer and being with a group of women who are other you know christian women to support you and to you know and being in the scriptures and like all of it has to go together it's the separation just cannot be there we're we're you know multifaceted people (laughs) so and we hear but, uh, we hear mind body and spirit you know you hear that little cliche oh it's mind body and spirit but ladies it really is your mind yes. your your thoughts really it it makes a difference and your your body you know taking care of I started really focusing in on every area of my body not only my you know my teeth but my skin which is the largest part of the body and you know looking at my my daughter one day came over she's 42 and she came over and she was like mom you need what what kind of skincare do you do and I'm like uh water and just you know clean wash my face she was like you need some skincare and I was like what so she started buying me skincare. That's her big thing. And when I started using a, I had a regimen of skincare, it made the difference in even how my face looked. And I was like, wow. So I started now taking care of my skin, looking at my hands, moisturizing my body, doing really when as a midlife woman, when you start really going from head to toe, being really serious about taking care of yourself, it it makes you feel so good to know not only the inside, the outside, every part of your body. And the only way you can do it by saying, God, help me to be, take care of me. You know, I want to do for others, but help me to make my care a priority as well. You know, so it's mind, body, and spirit. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, I I don't know if Suzanne has anything else. I don't want to cut her short if she does. Or... No, I am. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brenda. It was so inspiring. I'm going to look up your books for sure. And I don't know if I'm, for some reason, I may have missed joining your Facebook group. So I'm going to head over there too. <laughs> so, thank but thank you. But, yes, thank you so much and blessings to everyone until next time. Thanks for being here today, and we look forward to you joining us next time.